AMD is down over 8% as I am recording today's episode. If you want to take a closer look at their earnings, feel free to look at my previous video. I go a little bit more in-depth in some of the red flags I saw there. But on today's episode, what I want to do is take a closer look at, at more of their AI push, their data center market, and how they might be taking a page book from NVIDIA on how to involve in this AI space. Let's take a closer look in today's episode. Like I mentioned today, AMD is down roughly 8 percent but we can see year to date the stock is still up roughly 28.8 percent if we take a closer look nvidia is also falling a little a little bit with this news in the semiconductor market i'm honestly shocked it's not it hasn't fallen more it does seem like there is a lot of strength right now uh, for now at least in nvidia stock with the price sitting at 276 down roughly 1.86 percent year to date the stock still has returned roughly 93 percent to investors this has been a monster but if you guys have watched my previous episodes you guys know that i'm a little bit hesitant of this kind of run-up the company has seen in just the past year to date obviously long-term bull for both these companies amd and nvidia and have no thoughts or, or or i'm not even second guessing myself on selling any shares right now because in the long term of things i do believe both companies will be fine so like i mentioned today i want to take a closer look at amd and a little bit more on their ai push and a little bit on their data center market so like i mentioned earlier today i believe amd is kind of taking a page from nvidia when it comes to the ai market and that is by becoming a little bit more focused in the software market um here we can see that they actually created their own team so to execute their broad AI strategy and significantly accelerate the key part of the business, they brought together multiple AI teams from across the t company into a single organization. The new AI group has responsibilities for, for owning their end-to-end -end AI hardware strategy and driving development of a complete software ecosystem, including optimized libraries, models, and frameworks expanding their full product portfolio. So this is something that, for example, NVIDIA has done really well. They're more, many people kind of discuss NVIDIA as a software company and then a hardware company because they continue to develop so many software optimizations for their solutions. It does seem like AMD for them to continue to grow in this market. They're wanting to expand that solutions, especially when it comes to AI workloads. So I'm really happy to see this move happen. I think this is a great move and would love to see see how it goes from here. They also do mention that their AI activities increased significantly in the first quarter driven by expanded engagement with their broad set of data center and embedded customers as they continue to expand the software ecosystem support for their instant GPUs in the first quarter, highlighted by the launch of the widely used PyTorch framework, which now offers native support to their software. So we can definitely see how they are accelerating here in the AI market. Continuing with this kind of software talk, there was an analyst that pretty much asks Lisa, hey, how do you think um, software is going to dictate how successful one can be in this AI market? And do they believe they have the internal software capabilities to be successful in AI? And Lisa Su, the CEO of AMD, responded that the answer is yes. They think they've made significant progress even over the last year in terms of their software capabilities. When you think about their AI portfolio, it's really broad because they do have kind of that edge in cloud thanks to their AI. AMD kind of native products, but also things through the Silence acquisition, especially
especially when it comes to inference. So overall, they feel good about their AI opportunities and they say that they believe this is going to be a multi-year journey and this is the beginning and they believe they'll be able to grab a nice amount of market opportunity here for the next three to five years. So Lisa Su definitely is very, very bullish when it comes to the AI market, especially thanks to their software capabilities that they're expecting to expand from here. Discover the world of semiconductors without getting lost in the technical jargon. My new membership offers a perfect balance for investors looking to understand this exciting market. Using my electrical engineering knowledge and experience, I will release weekly exclusive videos ranging from quick 5-minute 101s to in-depth analysis, covering not just popular chip stocks, but aiming to explore every public semiconductor. Plus, join the private community of like-minded investors. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for their subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. During the earnings call, they also talked a lot about how their hardware is being used by big players. They talked about this supercomputer in Europe being built that is going to be powered by the fourth generation epic cpus and is also going to be using the mi300 accelerators and that is expected to come out in the upcoming quarters outside of that they also kind of wanted to showcase hey look we are strong in the ai market we did see that in april super researchers announced that they use lumi supercomputer powered by their third generation epic cpus and mi250 accelerators to train the largest finnish language model to date so we can continue to see that hey there is a huge Uh, that customers are liking their products for AI workloads. Now, kind of taking a closer look at their future products, they do mention that customers' interest has increased significantly for the next-generation Instinct MI300 GPUs, both for AI training and inference of large language models. One of the great things is the MI300 is later going to come to support El Capitan, El Captain Exascale supercomputer, uh, and that's obviously going to be a big win for them because usually when these supercomputers need these products we do see a huge boost on data center sales or gpu sales uh, from amd we kind of saw it a few years ago when i forget what was altimos i forget what was the supercomputer that was previously made with the mi250s and we saw a huge boost in sales i'm pretty sure we're going to see some with the mi300 as well Talking about the MI300, Lisa Sooth believes that this will start ramping revenue in the fourth quarter with cloud AI customers, and then it will be even more meaningful in 2024. Like we know, the MI300 is expected to come out in the second half of this year. They also do mention that the MI300 is getting great interest from them, especially for both AI training and inference like we saw, but also thanks to generative AI solutions. And Lisa Su also mentions with the recent interest in generative AI, they would say that the pipeline for the MI300 has expanded considerably here over the last few months, and they are very, very excited about that. So we can definitely see how generative AI solutions is creating a nice tailwind for the semiconductor market. Obviously, we're seeing it with big players like NVIDIA. 
Now taking a closer look at AMD's data center CPU processor, they do mention that they are releasing two new products this quarter or later this quarter. The first is going to be uh, Bergamo, which is mainly focused for cloud native service. And then they're going to release their Genoa X, I believe it's what's supposed to be called, but it's going to be uh, an updated version of their Genoa right now, which is their fourth generation Epic processor. Uh, so this can overall help out with their data center market in the long term of things. In forms of market, they do believe that server demand to remain mixed in the second quarter, um, but they are expected to see the second half of the year see strong response to their products because of all the new solutions that they are kind of releasing right now. So like we saw in their, uh, like we saw in kind of their guidance, they don't expect too, too much growth here in the second quarter for the data center, but the second half of the year, because of all the new products that they are releasing, it would definitely be a great time to be bullish on amd for their data center products here's a little bit more color on the overall market lisa so lisa sue mentions that i would say from an overall market standpoint i think enterprise will still be mixed with the notion that we expect some improvement it depends a little bit on macro situations and then as we go into the second half of the year in addition to genoa they are also ramping bergamo so the track on to launch here in the second quarter will ramp in the second half of the year and then toward the end of the year they also have their gpu ramp of the mi300 so with that they start to ramp on the fourth quarter of their supercomputer wins as er and their early cloud ai wins as well so like i mentioned usually these supercomputers because they're super massive they do kind of make a small dent on the overall earnings and we can see amt is very excited once that mi300 is released their supercomputer wins will start to help ramp up that revenue and then their early cloud ai um ai wins as well the final thing i want to take a closer look at is amd lisa sue is pretty much saying that hey there are some investors that might be worrying that we might have lost share with the Epic on server standpoint, but they don't believe they lost share. They actually believe they might have gained a little bit. So overall, it does seem like the total addressable market is declining a little bit in the data center market. This is something that we've heard from Intel previously. AMD might be experiencing it, but in forms of market share, they are gaining and becoming a strong player here. So overall, when it comes to the data center market, obviously there are some puts and takes, pretty much what Lisa says a lot. Uh, but I do believe it wasn't horrible and there's definitely growth opportunities as this company has new products ramping up this year. And not only that, the company has kind of pushed and created a team to really focus on that software workloads. And I think that's very, very important. So again, the stock is down roughly 8.2%. I believe in the long term of things, the market cap of this company can be over 130 billion. It could be a lot higher than where it is now. So I have no intentions of selling. For me, I like this as a long term buy if I didn't have a position. It's already, I think, my number two or number three position. So for me personally, it's very small nibbles here and there whenever I want to, but nothing big at these moments. So let me know what you are doing with AMD. Take care, have a good day, and see you next time.